Hey everyone, today we will be discussing big tech and the threat to our First Amendment rights, how this ties in to the Biden administration plans. It's going to be a good one. Let's go. A few days ago, Twitter permanently banned Donald Trump, the sitting president of the United States, from their platform. This is effectively removing his connection to his 88 million Twitter followers. In a statement, Twitter says, quote, After close review of recent tweets from the at real Donald Trump, the account and the context around them, specifically how they are being received and interpreted on and off Twitter, we have permanently suspended the account due to the risk of further incitement of violence, end quote. Now, Twitter says this after removing three of the president's tweets where he calls for peace, including this video statement. I know you're pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election. And everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us, from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent election. But we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel. But go home and go home in peace. Ah, uh, yes. The president calling for peace is the equivalent to... Um, inciting violence. That's great. Gotta love it. Thank you, Twitter. We we couldn't figure that one out. So thank you for helping us out there. You know, everyone I'm talking to is convinced that Trump has actually incited violence based on the mainstream media depiction of this. Um, I was there, <laughs> and I heard his speech when he said, we will protest in front of the Capitol and make our voices heard at no point did he say, let's break windows, destroy barricades, and attack Capitol Police. No. No. The Republican Party is the party of peace and law and order. What happened there at the Capitol does not represent us. And we know this to be true because it was a setup by Antifa. We know for sure that one Antifa leader, John Sullivan from Utah, has been identified as one of the perpetrators causing chaos. Now, there were also a few far-right-wing extremists who call themselves Trump supporters, but the rest of decent society does not acknowledge them as part of our base, and for good reason. If you haven't yet, go listen to my last episode with Taylor Hansen, independent journalist and Antifa whistleblower, because he tells the story perfectly. Anyways, Twitter used this as their reasoning to permanently ban a world leader. And this should concern you, whether you voted as a conservative or a liberal, 
or if you're a person who has any regard for the U.S. Constitution and your freedoms. I'm seeing a lot of posts from the left praising this ban, but they have not put the simple pieces together, which concerns me a little bit. They are so blinded by their hatred for Donald Trump that they do not realize what is happening here. If Twitter can ban the sitting president of the United States without any repercussions, how easily do you think they can erase your opinion? Social media is no longer a place where you can exchange ideas, collaborate, and innovate. No. You either conform to the narrative or be executed from the platform. Conform or die. And Twitter is not the only one. In fact, there is a list of companies removing or restricting Trump from their platforms, including Facebook, Google, Spotify, Snapchat, Instagram, Shopify, Reddit, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, and Pinterest. These companies are essentially trying to delete Trump. They do not want him reaching the American people, and we will get into why later in the episode. But first, I want to talk about Parler. Apple and Google have decided to remove Parler from their app stores after stating that it was used to incite violence on the U.S. Capitol and our elected leaders, which is kind of funny to me. Do you remember Kathy Griffin, the psychopath who posted a a photo of herself holding up a bloodied head of President Trump? Do you think that is inciting violence? Do you think that counts as a threat to the President of the United States? Remember Chaz, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, that existed in Seattle for about three weeks over the summer? Yeah, they occupied six blocks of downtown Seattle. I believe there were four shootings, two deaths, arson, and there were many cases of sexual assault. Essentially, they created their own country. However, the mayor of Seattle, Jenny Durkin, Called it a block party. Brushed it off like it was nothing. Or what about BLM when they rioted all summer in the name of racial justice? Yeah, torch the target in the name of Black Lives Matter. That's great. They collectively caused over $2 billion in damage. They destroyed or vandalized over 150 federal buildings and injured or killed over 700 police officers. And the left praised this, and they said that the protests should not stop. Here is Kamala Harris expressing her point of view on the BLM and Antifa riots. Claire, that I know that there are protests still happening in yeah. major cities across the United States. I'm just not seeing the reporting on it that I that right, I had that's right. for the first few weeks. That's um, right. But they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. And that's they're not. This is a movement. I'm telling you, they're not going to stop. And, and everyone beware, because they're not going to stop. It is going to, they're not going to stop before election day in November, and they're not going to stop after election day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up and they should not. And we should not. Well, I don't know about you, but to me, that sounds a little bit like inciting violence. Maybe we should delete Stephen Colbert, that was the show she was uh, on. Maybe we should delete Twitter. That's where Kathy Griffin posted her 
lovely Trump photo. But that's not the reason. They know that's not the reason. Like I said before, they just want to delete Trump from reaching the American people because they think his ideas are dangerous, and we'll get into that. Anyways, Parler is a free speech social media that does not discriminate. You can post whatever you want, whether you're socialist, communist, capitalist, liberal, gay, Christian, Muslim, whatever you want to be, you can post. Essentially, they're protecting the freedom of speech by allowing all ideas to be heard by everyone. Now, Apple and Google decided that if they do not adopt the censorship and moderation tactics of Facebook and Twitter, they will be removed in 24 hours. And that 24 hours has passed, and Parler is now gone from both app stores. Conform or die. And now, Amazon is going to abandon them as well, no shocker, by removing their app servers. Parler is going to have to rebuild from the ground back up because they did not submit to the big tech mob. If you haven't realized it yet, there is a bigger plan here. And the left does not want freedom of speech. They don't want you to be a free thinker or have your own thoughts. It's a big inspiration for the show, by the way. They'll make you wear a mask and isolate yourself from human interaction because this limits the spread of ideas, limits the exchange of perspective. When you think, you come up with ideas. Now, there is a chance that those ideas can be quote-unquote dangerous, and that is up for big tech to decide. Now, new ideas lead to new perspectives. They lead to questions. These questions and perspectives could very well be against the government. Therefore, you will be terminated. Now, why? Why would they do this? The government will close your businesses, your churches, your schools, and they're doing anything in their power to destroy the nuclear family because they want power over you. Now, think about it. When you live in fear, when you live alone, and you're financially strapped to the government's hip because you aren't allowed to work and make a living, you become a pawn. You are so easy to control and you are seen as expendable. You will then do whatever they say, as long as they keep you safe and give you your weekly paycheck. When you have no voice, when you're dependent, the government will manipulate you. They have ultimate power over you. Now this is how a totalitarian takeover starts. In a totalitarian society, there is no free thinking. If you voice an opinion against the government, your government simply does not like what you had to say, they will remove you from society because you're a threat. Ideas are dangerous in totalitarian societies. That's why there is no innovation. These societies eventually run out of money. This is socialism, everybody. Socialism sucks. Thank you, Turning Point USA and Charlie Kirk for that. Socialism sucks because once it uses up all the wealth that capitalism had created beforehand, it falls. Now let's look at the Biden administration, shall we? On the first day, they plan on letting in 11 million illegal immigrants to this country. 
And surely all of them will be able to vote blue in the coming elections. The first hundred days, the Biden administration plans on adding Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. to the statehood. Now, this will create a permanent majority in the Senate for Democrats as they will have four additional seats. They will abolish the Electoral College. States will never be represented fairly in an election ever again. They plan on ending the filibuster to ensure that the pesky Republicans do not hold up the process when they are trying to pass their radical bills like the Green New Deal. The left will pack the Supreme Court to create a manufactured majority ultimately destroying the belief that our Supreme Court is a body who rules off precedent in the Constitution. Now, on this note, I get a lot of people telling me that Trump packed our courts. No, nonsense, blah, blah, blah. He filled vacant seats. Obama left open 128 court seats when he left office. Independent fact-checkers will deem this false and tell you it's 105, but it's the same point. It remains the same. Do some research before you cry in my DMs. Okay? Anyways, this is the creation of a one-party system. Once the Democratic Party is able to obtain total control of our government, we will become a socialist country. A country where there is no American dream. A country where you will be equally poor with your neighbors. A country where you cannot speak your mind. A country that will do whatever they can to ensure that you do not think at all. They will feed you the mainstream narrative. And you will consume that so you think that you're thinking, but you aren't. You're being manipulated. There's nothing you'll be able to do about it. I see this far too much already in our society, and it's concerning. I'm 19 years old. I know so many people that are simply uneducated because they refuse to look at the facts or all they listen to is the mainstream narrative. They're also blinded by their hatred for Trump. That goes hand in hand with being brainwashed by the media. In other words, they're sheep. There is only one way to combat this, and that is by waking up, patriots. We got to wake up. Civil disobedience is the answer. Protesting peacefully. Engage in sit-ins in Congress. Show your friends PragerU videos. Do something. If you have weak sheep friends, wake them up too. This is an attack on our Constitution, and it's happening right before our eyes. Be proud to be an American. You are lucky to be an American. People around the world would do anything to be in the position you're in. Do not let this takeover happen. It seems like every episode nowadays is a call to action, but it is, and it's vital. If you love our country, you love our flag, if you stand for our flag, you stand for our freedoms, you love your freedoms, you're grateful for your freedoms, you will fight. It's one of those things. You, 
you're not sure that it's actually happening. Like, is this it? Is this, is it, is it actually happening? Yes. Yes, my friends, it is. And like I've said before, if you wait too long, it'll be too late. So let's act now. And civil war is not the answer. Civil war is the worst thing that could happen in America right now. Maybe it'll get to that point down the road, but to put it in perspective, when the American Revolution happened, that was after 10 and a half years of trying peaceful negotiations with Britain. And when our founding fathers presented our Declaration of Independence to the British monarchy, they were met with deadly force. So no, war is not the answer. War will only be the answer when the left wages war on us. We are the party of peace. We are the party of law and order. Civil disobedience is the answer. And no, the U.S. Capitol attack was not an example of civil disobedience. We had four people die and one Capitol police officer. Civil disobedience is breaking the law, but it's in a passive action. There is no fighting. Going around breaking windows and attacking police officers is not civil disobedience. So, my friends, I call on you to ask questions, be a free thinker, form your own thoughts, come up with your own perspectives. It's vital. Question big tech. Resist their rule, resist their censorship in any way you can. I know it's hard. Until next time, you guys, God bless. If you enjoyed this episode, consider heading over to PukaUSA.com. Pick out a nice t-shirt for yourself. You follow me on Instagram, at Michael Lothar. Please like and subscribe and tell a friend. Invite them to start their own free-thinking journey. Make this week a good one. Live it up. Enjoy the day. It's the Puka way. God bless you guys.